The Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and Friends. Thank you very much. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is episode 202, 202 for the week commencing 25 February 2012. This is The Boys of Tech. My name is Edwin Herman, live in the studio here in Wellington. Now, in this week, we're going to cover Burger King's Twitter account being hacked, the, the resurfacing, if you like, of the story on Google Glass, and again, also, I guess, the resurfacing of the rumours of Apple TV, as in not Apple TV, but a television built by Apple. So first of all, kicking off with Burger King. Now, you, you've probably heard of this. It's, if you haven't, it's quite funny because Burger King's Twitter account was hacked. So if you visited Burger King on Twitter, you would have seen the McDonald's <laughs> logo. You would have seen the McDonald's logo there instead of the Burger King logo and a message saying... Uh, well, the account names changed as well to McDonald's. And there, there was a message there, a tweet saying, we just got sold to McDonald's. Look for McDonald's in a hood near you. Of course, all that is false information. The account was hacked. Uh, and McDonald's have come out and said, look, we empathize with our Burger King counterparts. Rest assured, we had nothing to do with the hacking. I think Anonymous have claimed responsibility for the hack and obviously, a Burger King is not impressed there. The Burger King USA account has roughly 90,000 followers. Me, personally, I prefer McDonald's, but, you know, I guess your mileage may vary, as they say. Google Glass. Now, look, you know what? I'm probably going to get complaints about this, and certainly if we had Brett on the show, he would he, he would want to talk about this about the story. But, look, I'm going to – I'm really not going to talk about the story. I'm going to talk about it, but I'm not going to talk about it. And this is the Google Glass thing, you know, where you've got this, <laughs> this pair of glasses with a camera built in and a sort of augmented reality projection in the top right corner of your right eye. Uh, you know, uh, there's been a lot of talk in the last week about this. I mean, this has come up earlier, but but just in the last week, for some reason, it's come out again and, and a lot of people are talking about it and there's videos on YouTube. And the thing I would say, and I'm really, this is not my comment, it's a comment that someone else posted on the on the YouTube clip, but I feel the same way. And the comment is, and by the way, I'm going to have to reword this because there's a word that I can't repeat on a, on a, uh, a show that, that goes out on the RSS feed without the explicit tag set. So if you get what I'm saying, I'm filtering profanity. So anyway, the clean version, if you like, of, of the comment is, who is going to mount their phone on their head until something cool happens? And that is exactly how I feel. Who's going who's gonna to wear this? It's not expected to come out till at least 2014. If and when it does, and you get yourself a pair, I, I'm prepared to bet that, yeah, you'll wear it for the first few weeks because of the novelty factor, and then it's just going to sit in a drawer. You're not going to wear it. Tell me, who is going to wear this thing once the novelty factor is worn off? Who's going to wear a camera on their head? I'm sorry, but I can't see it happening. It's a cool piece of tech in terms of technologically speaking. I think there's a lot going on, and it's fantastic. In real life, it's it's just completely stupid. 
and I know I'm going to get criticized for this, but there you go. I've said it. That's what I think. I'm sorry, I can't see this taking off. I don't want to talk about the story anymore. I'm going to move on to Apple launching, or the rumors that Apple are going to launch a TV mid-year. Now, the rumors are stronger than ever. Insiders say, or rather people close to inside sources say, that this is going to happen in June or July. So that is in the Northern Hemisphere summer or if you like the Southern Hemisphere winter. So Apple's going to release a television. It's, they think it's going to be around 40 to 42 inches, uh, which is about a metre. And it's going to be one size only, uh, supposedly, so the rumours go. And sources have also said that the rumours that Apple will sell the TV as a loss leader, getting profits on the, the content sold on the iTunes store, is not right. So in other words, what they're saying is that it will be at a premium price. So it's going to be a premium priced product. Premium priced product. That's alliteration, isn't it? I like it. Anyway, so the who knows what it's going to look like, but you know, knowing Apple, it's going to be sleek, it's going to be slender, it's going to be sexy, it's going to be very clean, and it's going to have a very, very easy to use interface. I want to know from you people, if this comes about, would you consider getting one? Does it come down to price? Are you going to get one anyway? Or are you one of these anti-Apple people that will never buy any Apple product because you don't like globalization or successful companies? I don't know what it is. I, I you know, I, In fact, I'm going to have to ask Brett what he doesn't like about Apple because I don't get it. Uh, I think they make fantastic products. I'd be keen to get one. For me, it'll come down to price. I don't buy Apple products just because they're Apple products. I buy them because I like them, but I also buy them because I like them and I can justify the value for money. So if the value for money's there, I'll get one. Uh, otherwise, I'll probably settle on a an LG or a Samsung or something like that. Mm. But, you know, I think that what Apple will do right, and you can bet your bottom dollar, there'll be two things. There'll be the, the, look, the look of it, the, the styling of it. But secondly, and, and probably really I should have said this first, is the user interface. It's almost certain that if Apple does come out with a television, it's going to have a very, very clean and easy to use interface. And incidentally, if, you, if you've watched the Onion News Network, if you follow that, uh, there's a really good one on the Sony PlayStation 4. And I think Apple will kind of be the opposite of that. If you if you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch the, the Onion News report on the PlayStation 4. Now, other stories this week. What else was there? Well, the uh, CEO and co-founder of 24-7, PV Karnan, has come out and said that consumers don't like using social media for customer service. And when I saw this story, I was surprised because I thought it was a good thing. I thought customers liked it because it was out in the public. It was in the, It's in the public arena when you do this via Twitter or Facebook. Others can see your interaction with the company. So there's pressure on the company to deliver a good result because it's in front of everyone. But according to Mr. Carnan, that is not the case. In fact, he says, and, and I quote here, he says, there is actually no proof customers want to engage through social media. It's just that existing channels suck. And he goes on to say, if I'm in front of a branch, I have no interest in shouting outside about how much it sucks unless I can't get into the branch. You really don't want to handle this conversation in public. And I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm in two minds. Back before social uh, social media, uh, so I'm talking uh, in this particular case that I'm thinking of, 
would have been early 2000s. I was getting spammed by a New Zealand company. It was, uh, I think, one of the uh, ski operators on Mount Ruapehu or something, something like that. Anyway, they were spamming me via email and I kept replying to them saying, please don't send me this stuff. I, I don't want it. Take me off your list. And I phoned them and I got nothing. The only way I got a result was by actually phoning them live on the radio show and say, you know, you're live on air. I'm receiving some spam from you. Would you like to cease? And <laughs> that was the that was the best thing I ever did because from that day, I never got a single email message from them ever again. So that is an example of, you know, that, I mean, that's not social media, but it's got the same concept in that interactions through social media, like the interaction I just described, was in the public arena. And so I would have thought, contrary to PV Cunnan, that customers like using social media for customer service. Anyway, he's supposedly the expert. I'm not. So who really knows? Perhaps you can tell us what your thoughts are uh, as feedback in the comments section. Go to boysatech.com and leave your comments there. Do you like using social media for customer service or do you prefer the other channels? And lastly, this week, Microsoft has confirmed the licensing model for Office 2013. It's going to be for one PC... Forever. Now, the forever bit is kind of cool, right? It's forever, right? There's only one definition of forever. But what isn't so cool is that it's for one PC and it is that PC only. It is not transferable, even if the user upgrades to a new PC. Now, of course, this also brings into the question, I mean, I, I think... The wording of that implies, you know, you toss out that PC, you bring in a a, a brand new one, can you transfer the license? The answer is no. Of course, what is murky is, what if you upgrade parts of the computer? Like, you know, I put a new processor in, I I upgrade the memory, perhaps I put a new motherboard in. Uh, When is a PC not a PC? You know, when, when is a, you know, how many bricks do you have to take out of the wall and replace before that wall is no longer the same wall? And this is a question that I guess I would be asking, in this very situation. But at least what is clear, as I've just said, is that it is for that PC. So if you throw the PC out and get a brand new computer, you need to buy Office 2013 again. But as long as you stay with that same computer, you can keep it forever. And by the way, I'll actually read the the specific license, the retail license or part of it. I'm not going to read the whole thing, of course, but here's an interesting part of it. And it goes like this. You may not transfer the software to another computer or user. You may transfer the software directly to a third party only as installed on the licensed computer with the certificate of authenticity label and this agreement. Before the transfer, the party must agree that this agreement applies to the transfer and use of the software. You may not retain any copies. So what it means is that the only way to give or sell your copy of Office 2013 to someone else is to physically give it to them by handing over the actual computer that the software is installed on it. And that's kind of different to what we've been able to do so far. So do you like it? Do you not like it? Again, tell us in the comments, uh, boysatech.com. And really, folks, that is pretty much it for episode 202. Next week, I do have a couple of stories lined up that uh, hopefully we'll have guests for depending on their availability we'll see how that goes but i'm going to leave the show there that is episode 202 like to thank you very much for joining us 
And uh, we'll do it all again next week. Until then, take care, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.